Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. That's the name of the show. This is the second episode. Thank you for joining us. My name is Sandro Felcher, and I am joined by my friend, Mr. Zach Adams. Will, uh, Mr. Will Zach Adams. Iron Will Zach Adams. Oh, you're changing your name now. Yes, okay, yes. All right. My name is Iron Zach. That's, Iron Zach. Which, which sounds very close to Iron Zach, so I'm a little worried. Anyway. Oh, what a coincidence that you changed your name to Iron Zach on the uh-huh. week we're reviewing a movie called Iron Will. Whoa, what a coinky dink. What a coinky dink. Wow. Wow, amazing. Uh, so uh, what's this film? Iron Will? What's it about? Tell well, first of all, it. first of all, you missed the number one thing to do when you're podcasting, uh, Zach. Yeah? you got to say what the show is. First of all, oh, right, yeah, we're oldie but a goodie. What is this show? I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> we we review movies. Sa- Sandra, you're mm. on this. How did you forget? You're I on don't this know. podcast. We review movies. Oh, that's right. That are from way back when, oh. where old people lived, which is 1994. Oh, apparently, so old. <laughs> yes, it's so old. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and we decide whether they're a oldie, mm. which is not necessarily bad, just sort of old and has a whole lot of tropes that have been taken out or right. things that have been improved on over the years. Yeah. Or a goodie. And a gem in the rough, mm. as it were. Something that you should probably go back and, and watch. All right. Unless it's Cabin Boy, which I rated a goodie. You should probably not go see that. Anyway. Oh, I um, I <laughs> had I had a an Instagram... Mm-hmm. inbox message I'm sounding like I am from the year <laughs> yeah, no. before the way I just talked about <laughs> yeah, that no. good job good way of being in theme Sandra uh, but someone was like um, I, I've i watched Cabin mm-hmm. Boy before yep. I completely forgot about it until <laughs> I listened to your episode uh-huh. and uh, quite frankly I'm not happy <laughs> that you reminded me of it it's essentially <laughs> I'm so said. sorry for rating it to Goody. I regret everything, um, but I'm still keeping I don't have your name in front of me, but thank you very much for sending that yeah, in, because yeah. that That's gave me a good brilliant. laugh. That's so funny. Uh, right. Anyway, today's film uh, is a Disney film. Oh, is it? Number really? two. I Disney. mean, you know that. Yeah, yeah but I'm putting on an act for the podcast, Sandro. It's a podcast. Way to ruin the podcast magic, Sandro. Way to break the barrier. Um, it is a Disney film. Uh-huh. Came out at a time known as. <laughs> came out on the fourteenth of January. It should be that hard, seeing as we're following a distinct time frame. We are where we go through the year and like pick movies that came out during the time that we did mm. the podcast. So it should be quite easy for you to remember that, Sandro. Um, anyway. Now, when you look this film up, it says that its initial DVD release mm. was in two thousand two. Okay. But I couldn't find this movie anywhere. Oh, really? This film was really hard to track down. Um, Cabin Boy was surprisingly easy to find. It was on the Google Play Store and everything. You could just oh, rent it. Go. This one, I had to go to a, the American iTunes store. Oh, damn. And okay. pay $2.99 to rent it. 
That's fair enough, I guess. So, it's a hard movie to find. Is it worth it? Let's figure it out. Before then, uh, this movie is directed by a guy named Charles Hayde. I hadn't heard of him before. He's well known for doing uh, a few sort of, like, uh, sitcom pilots. He was, like, an actor in a bunch of sitcom pilots. Okay. And a few films, uh, like, Altered States and Hills City Blues. He was in that TV show for a Mm. while. I've never heard of any of these, but, you know, that's what he is. Um, He's a pretty good director, though. He's done episodes of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. And Breaking Bad. Ooh, Breaking Bad. I Mm. like me some bad of breakings. And it stars... A guy who was in something that that TV mm-hmm. pilot that he did a voice in. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a sitcom. Well, that really rolled off the tongue, didn't it? <laughs> it was a sitcom called The Facts of Life. It ran ah. throughout the mid 80s. Okay. And that's where the main actor is from, Mackenzie Astine. Alright. Uh, and the writer, the writer of this film, though, mm. is kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. John Michael Hayes. Oh, yes, I've heard of him. He's uh, He wrote, like, five Hitchcock films. Oh, damn. Um, some of his stuff includes, like, Rear Window, which is huge. Okay. Uh, the Trouble with Harry is pretty big as well. Th- this was his last film. Oh, oh really? That he okay. ever directed. So, uh, well, that's ominous. <laughs> so that's, that's the team behind it. As we did last episode... Yeah. Let's try and figure out how much this movie made. Okay. So right. it cost a... About $12 million. $12 million. Ooh, That yeah. is a pretty penny. Disney have tried to... Uh-huh. I don't know if they're trying to hide the fact that this film exists or yeah. hide the fact that they spent some like some money on it, but it was hard mm-hmm. to, to find out how much okay. it made. Right. Um, how much it made exactly. Mm. But considering that it cost $12 million, it came yep. out in January, again, the month yep. where films go to die, what yep. do you think it made? Okay, cost twelve million. The previous one did really bad. Oh yeah, it was like like forty percent of how much it cost was Yikes. what it made back. Yeah, no, that was really bad. So I'm gonna guess this one's probably either just breached it or it is a Disney film though, so mm-hmm. it could it mm-hmm. could. Um, so I'm gonna guess it, it was twelve. I'm gonna guess like uh, it it made just a little over like uh, fifteen. 15. Look, you're not far off. Okay. It made 20 million. Oh, hey, that's it a did, that's a pretty good profit. That it did actually pretty did well. quite well. It did pr- pretty well. Critically, oh, did pretty well as well. It's got 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, it's a 62 sort of thing. I will give it that. It's better than Cabin Boy. That's for sure. Okay. Well, we've got to make sure. We've got to yep. go through th- Let's this Let's go through and dissect it. Why is that? So, why is that? It's set in the year... 1917. Even older than 1994. It is. It's pretty old. It's very old. Uh Uh-huh. Set 102 years Uh ago. Uh Uh-huh. Great. Mm -hmm. Move on from the day. (laughs) Uh, It opens in the US, South Dakota. Yeehaw! It's like a little farm... Yeah, it opens on. And it's very snowy. It's very clearly like a winter sort of wonderland sort of place. It's like a Alaska-looking kind of place. Lots of snow, lots of things. First thing we see, huskies. A lot of dogs. There's a lot of dogs in this film. Doggo boys. Makes sense. It makes sense. That's That's... kind of the the feature point (laughs) of the film, Sandro. Yeah, no. Uh, First thing comes in, you see this young fella pushing Mm. his... Pushing his sled along yeah. with doggies leading the way. Lots of huskies pulling the sled. And we're like, this is the focal point 
yeah. of this film is that there is huskies. That's it. Pulling pull the sled. Uh, That's the focal point. He is played by Mackenzie Austin. Mm. Or Austin. Let's just call him Austin. Good old Austin. Good old Austin. Yeah. Uh, his character's name is great. Yes. It's Will Stoneman. Yes. And, and and it won't come up ever again during the film. It won't be a focal point mm. during the film. It's definitely got nothing to do name. with the title. Of yeah, the yeah. Movie. Don't worry about the title. Nothing. Anyway. Absolutely nothing. To so, try and picture him, if you haven't uh, watched this film to prepare for the podcast, totally fine. You don't need to do that. If you want to, you can. It's just a young dude. That's he's it. Dude. He's, he l- he's sort of y- lanky. He looks a little bit like Grant Gustin, who plays the Flash. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. He looks, like, show. he looks like he could be the next Flash. He does. Hey, he's, he's all-, all about speed in this film. Mm. He's all about going fast. There's a race. That's maybe, true. Maybe he's actually long-lost uh, relative of Barry Allen. Uh, there's a train... And so, of course, because he's in a sled or something moving at a speed and there's a train, they have to race the train. Mm. And this annoyed me. Okay. Because whenever there's a train on film at, like, the start or whatever, they always have to race it. Mm. If you remember Cars, there was the first movie, there was a train. And, of course, he has to race it to get past it. Every time a train's in a movie where it's not, like, a focal point, you're always racing it. He's moving super fast, so of course when he comes around the corner to his thing, there's a car there, and there's like a whoa, and they nearly crash. Mm. I like I like the cars in this. I really like the design of like yeah. early twentieth century cars. Yeah, I always appreciate whenever they're in a film. I guess that's a good point because in the previous film they actually had more of a modern car. Interesting. They, they it's like a war vehicle. That's right. And then they have a little conversation like, are you ready for the war? And then he's like, there's a war going on? Yeah, so he doesn't know that there's a war uh, currently happening. Yeah. So this is a point they touch on later, which is this town is sort of separate from, you know, mm. news. Happening. There is a war. Uh, he doesn't know what's going on. And the dialogue is weird for the yeah. first... Like, ten minutes? It sort of feels like a stage play. Yeah, I, I pointed this out. I, I felt the conversations were very unnatural. For the first, like, half of the film... I'm going to... Spoiler alert here. For the first half of the oh, film... Oh, we're spoiling the whole film. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, but yes, spoiler yes. alert for this podcast... Yes. It's bad. It's just like, eh. I didn't mind it. You didn't mind it? I, I found the conversations were bleh, and it was just like a mm. meh. It was a meh. I found that there were a lot of a lot of uh, particular lines that weren't very good, but yeah. I loved them because they yeah, were okay. just That's bad. Fair. That's fair. And they were very funny, and I wrote quite a few I, of them I, down. I still was like there with the film, and there were points in the film that I I liked. I'm just saying that the first half of the film is just not as good as the second half. Okay. So his whole thing is uh, he's got a dream. Yeah. He's got some goals. Okay, but Sandra. What are these dreams? What are these goals? They never explain it. Yes. They never ever say what it's he wants so to do annoying. with his life. Once there, you realise it. There is a point where like, he goes to the post office, he gets uh, a letter, and it's like him being accepted into a college that like he really wants to attend. The classic movie thing. Yeah. But, hold up, his dad's slow on money. Once again, we got another trope smack bang at the start of the movie. Why do they always have to be rogue? I get it. He's the underdog. He's poor. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you're sort of relating to him. But, like, what? 
Why, why do the dads always have to be broke, it's man? It's true. I mean, it does lead to one of my favourite lines in the film, though. Uh-huh. Which is when he's like, Dad, I want to go to college. That's my dream. That's the whole point of this film is I want to go to college. Yeah. And his dad's like, go to college. Don't worry about the money. It'll be there when you need it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'm just... That's not how money works. <laughs> no. Hey, man. Dad's going to have the money for him. You, you don't know. Hmm. Uh, I still just can't get over the fact that his whole dream is just going to college. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it though? They just don't explain what his dream is. They talk about it so much in the film. It really annoys me that they didn't have... All they needed was like one scene. Yeah. One scene where he's like, boy, I wish I could be a college professor. Okay. Boy, I wish I could be an astro... Boy, I wish I could get a degree in astrophysics. Yeah, exactly. But no, they don't have one scene. So who knows what his dreams are? Uh, then his dad goes and just dies like an idiot. Mm-hmm. What, was, what a dumbo! It was a classic, a classic Disney movie classic trope. Yeah, just kill off the dad. But the scene where they kill off the dad is—it's it's, really—it's funny. It's really it's, funny. It's, it was too funny. Um, it was really bad because it's—it's—it's it's, it's an accident that would happen, mm. which is where. Sleds can sometimes slip off into, like, water and stuff, and the sled's too heavy. It can drag the driver down with it. And what he does is he cuts loose the dogs so the dogs don't get dragged yeah, down. It it's all sense. this very sad sort of thing. But during the whole thing, the dad, like, flails. Like, it's bad acting <laughs> drowning. It's really bad. Uh, his son doesn't notice it first, then sort of turns and just stares for a bit, and then yeah. it's like, oh, wait, my dad's dying. When he cuts loose the dogs... Will gets dragged away really comically, yeah. which is really bad because it, it's like a horrible scene. It is sort of funny. It it was sort of funny, it's, and it's we laughed, strange. but we felt really bad because it's it's a death scene. Ah, uh, and then his dad gets sort of dragged down, and he's just like blop <laughs> with just some bubbles. It was it was bad. Thanks. Um, now Zach, yeah, Will he blames a particular dog for his dad's yeah. death. He blames a dog. Called Gus. How do you know he's talking to Gus? Because Gus is the only dog without patches of black on it. Yeah, he's 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 like this. He's white dog. Where all the huskies are the regular mm-hmm. like multicolored husky dogs. This one's like a albino husky. Yeah. He he's the leader of the pack. He's he's the uh, the premium dog. Mm. He's he's a fast boy. He is he is the best dog. On the block. But he's also got that attitude. Yes. He's a he, very... he doesn't respect you unless you've earned his respect, <laughs> you know? Mm. And so they, those dogs, he he sort of fights with this dog. The dogs, he sort of blames it. He's he's very upset. And then he has... Then his uh, his friend comes over. His, his sort of mentor comes over. Yeah. And he has a solid cry. And he I just... want to have a good cry. I just wanted to mention this. The acting for this cry... Pretty solid. Yeah. Pretty solid acting. I've seen a lot, a lot worse crying. Oh, definitely. On modern films today. Like, yeah. there is there's a lot of bad crying. So this one, <clears throat> solid cry. We get a, a bunch of scenes, like a funeral scene. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. And this is where the locations really stuck out to me. I think yep. this film is shot beautifully. Yeah. It's, the locations it's pretty are, good shot. I'm the, not The lie. locations are fantastic all the way through. Mm. I really do like the soundtrack, even though the guy who did it hasn't done anything else that okay. is particularly Okay, well, there you great. go. But, um, yeah. yeah. The mental guy, who's who's a Native American dude, he, mm-hmm. he you know, knows 
things. He is a wise man. He is. He's, he talks about how uh, his dad had this touch... The, the dad's touch with the with the animals. Yeah, he has this sort of this whistle. We'll talk more about this whistle later. How does the whistle go, go again? It's like... I I can't remember. No, that's Hunger Games. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, we'll just do the Hunger Games whistle. <laughs> we'll do the Hunger that's, Games one. There's there's this crappy whistle. Mm. It's a focal point of the movie. It's mm. dumb. Anyway, then he finds this flyer and, and is reminded. That there's this whole race going on. Mm. He's like, oh, I can do this. If I win the race, I win the money, then all my problems go away. Yay. Mm. And the mentor is like, you can do this. Yes. But remember, the training to do this is hard. And yes. he reveals his plan to yep. Will of how he's going to win. And it is quite possibly yep. the worst plan yeah, I have yeah, ever yeah, heard yeah, in yeah. any of these kind of like Sport or like physical exercise. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really weird. So first up, he wakes him up at like three a.m. in the mm. morning. But his mentor is like, "This was just one of many sleepless nights," mm. because his plan, yeah, is to not sleep. That's it. That's the plan. <laughs> just just don't sleep. You want to w- win the race? Just don't, don't sleep. Just just don't <laughs> sleep. Now this is interesting. I didn't notice it at first because he starts off with you. You, he mentions you start off with five hours, mm. then four, yes, then three, mm. then two, and then on the very last night, no sleep at all. It's not the worst plan. I mean, spoilers. It works out pretty well for him. Well, yeah, obviously, but but I, I mean, I, it's I, it's works. Yeah. So I guess it's not a stupid. It makes sense. All of it just it's, makes sense. It is one of the many, I guess, messages this film has towards children that I'm not yes. 100% on board with. Ignore good strategy. Just yep. don't get sleep and go really fast. <laughs> Exhaust yourself to the point where your body is literally dying mm-hmm. and you'll achieve it. Go anyway, get it. So he does the training montage and he's ready to go. He's off to Canada. Woohoo! And uh, at this point... Uh, they're on the train and they're going through. There's a sign that shows that they're going to Canada. Mm-hmm. Sandro, Particularly Winnipeg is where. Yeah, they're Winnipeg yep. is where is where they're going. And uh, Sandro, you made this great quote <laughs> that you immediately took back, but I wrote down because it's great. You said, "It's Canada time, baby." <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It, they're it, in Canada. It was. Therefore, it's Canada time. But you immediately grabbed these words, and I knew it, so I just wrote this down. It's Canada time, baby. <laughs> the first shot we get in Canada is amazing oh, as well. Oh, so good. Because they're showing off this mm. top-of-the-line train. Oh, it's kind of like sponsoring the race. Yeah, so the, the the whole point of this race is it's sponsored by the railroad company, and they're like following the tracks of mm. the rails, but with these sled dog sort of things. Um, so it's sponsored by this railway, rich railway man, and they're showing off this train. This train is an American train. It's now, so American. How can we tell, Sandro? All right. How about how about uh, just one thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there like, are many. Well, yeah. one of them. How about the American flag just planted yeah, yeah, yeah. right in the center? Yeah, of the Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Just just one single flag. That how, should do right. How about uh, a giant sticker of the American flag? Okay. Over the area that tells you 
the company that made it as well. Yeah. So we're uh, going to break Okay, back that's to back. a little little overkill. How about about uh-huh. six small flags? Okay, all right. All around. Stop it. All right, that's enough. That's enough. How about oh, um, no. <laughs> the wheels? Oh, Jesus. How about they're painted in the American color? I don't oh, think boy. that actually happened. Yeah, no, but, but, that but did, that there was so much flags on it. It was it was so silly. We just mm. burst out laughing. It was it was funny. It was, it was an American train. We get uh, the poster for this race, and it takes place on the 27th of January. I really appreciated that. I like it when a film is set when it comes out. Yeah. I think it's it's quite nice. It's cool. Then we're uh, introduced to the race, Mm -hmm. which I believe is from Winnipeg to St. Paul's. That sounds about right, yeah. uh, And it's 522 miles. Quite long. Um, and then, and then we're sort of introduced to the other characters of this film. Yeah, the other races, and the sort of guys who are sponsoring it, along with uh, the newsmen. Yeah. So first off, we got the rich boys, which they've got like the the American patriot dude. That's right. He's he's, he's rich. We've, there's a French guy as well. Yeah, there's this sort of French guy who's he's there just to sort of make comments, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got the sort of bad guy, which is this Scottish dude. Yes, played by Brian Cox, very popular actor. Yeah, he's 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 really good. Uh, the Scottish guy. His name is Angus. Angus, yeah. Which is a, which is a great name. My personal favorite of all of them, though. Yeah. Was the uh, Russian. Uh, his name is Borg. Borg, not not to be confused with the uh, Star Trek villain. Definitely not. He is not the villain of this movie. <clears throat> he definitely uh, is no. not. I love nineties yeah. and their obsession with evil Russians. Yeah, no, it's he is. So, has it aged well? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I loved him as a villain. He was great. So they have this scene where they um. They're in this big sort of ballroom area, mm. and he sort of reveals the race. They're talking about the races and stuff, and then little old Will chimes up. He's like, "Hey, hey!" Right in the middle of this guy on stage speaking. Yeah. Hey, and he's like, "Who are who are you?" Mm. Uh, I'm Will. I want to sign up for the race, and he's like, "You want to sign up for the race, but you're so young." Now I paid the fifty bucks. Mm. You know, I I'm in, and it's like, well. Do you know about the late sign-up fee? <laughs> it's such a pointless bit of dialogue because it's, it's it never really comes dumb. up again. It's dumb. It's, it's, it's really just, dumb. It's just this conflict so that we can get the news reporter. Ah, uh, yes. Who now, is... Uh, so the news reporter is played by Kevin Spacey. Yes, which um, we all know is having a bit of controversy right about now. Yeah, we have found out that uh, he is a little bit too similar to the characters that he plays. Oh boy. Anyway, he's in this. He he, he it, plays a guy called Kingsley. He's a news reporter, and he basically pays ish for Will to yeah to join. So Will has to pay this extra ten dollars, but he can't pay because he's only got two dollars on him. The news report guy's like, you know what? This guy could make a great story, so I'm going to pay for his ticket. And then they all chant, let him race, let him race, which is the classic movie's stupid stuff. And then they're like, fine, we'll let him race. And then it turns into a musical for about three minutes. Uh, They're all singing. During this scene, Mm. uh, Will is basically peer pressured into smoking. Yep. Drinking quite heavily. Yep. And uh, just all around, just being... A little bit silly. 
And yeah. I'm like, is this what you want to teach mm, kids to do? Yeah, Disney? Disney. So he gets ready for the race, it, and this is where we get the uh, best scene. We get introduced to our villain, the Russian yes. man. He has a good talk with this new young racer. Yeah. He's like, you're never going to make it. This is where he just, you his true just colors. quit. His true colors. You show. suck. Yeah, he's going to get frostbite. But anyway, then we get the best line in the entire film, and I love it, and I want to get it printed on a t-shirt, and I want to wear it every day. He says, when you get frostbite, make sure to call me, and I'll cut off whatever you want. He says this twice. Yeah, he's like, make sure to call me. I'll chop off your fingers, buddy. Winky face, I... smiley face, XOXOX. I'm such a big fan of that. Yeah, anyway, it was it was, it was great quote. The race starts, uh, and yep. he he has a weird tactic. You yes. mentioned so. I uh, uh, smart people know, mm-hmm. smart racers know that in a long race like this, it's also a war of attrition. Yeah, sort of thing where you have to conserve your energy to make sure you don't burn out. But of course, at the very start, he like sets a grueling pace for his dogs and just speeds mm. into the lead. For himself as well. He's like sprinting at one point. Yeah, no, he he's running. Whereas all the other guys are like, what what are you do all the other racers are like, what are you doing? That's that's dumb. You're gonna you're gonna wear yourself out. Mm. But the crowd is like, oh yeah, he's in the lead, woo! And the news reporters are like, oh yeah, he's in the lead, woo! And the racers like, what are you what mm. Okay. Well, yeah. he's dead. So, so he runs, he runs, he runs, he gets a little bit tired. Yeah, when he gets to a hill, heartbreak hill, heartbreak I hill. So he he starts climbing up this hill, but because he's done this grueling pace, he gets sort of exhausted. All the other races mm. catch up and they go flying past him. The <laughs> Russians calls out, "Oh, thank you for cutting a trail!" And he's like, "Oh man, I cut a trail." Ugh. It's, <laughs> it's a really, it's it's, it's really good. bad. It's not good. Then he comes across. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The Devil's Trench. You know it's hard because it's got the word devils. Yes. He goes to this trench, and this is where we know for sure the mm. Russian is up to no good. Yeah. He has a bit of an evil laugh before yep. he tricks another racer from f- 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 falling off a cliff. Yeah. Just falls off a cliff. Because he's going too fast. It's a very confusing scene, though, because the dogs aren't anywhere to be seen. Yeah. It's really weird. So I don't know if. The dogs actually died. The sled goes off the cliff, and we see a scene. He he has to throw out a hook so he doesn't go off the cliff. Yeah. He hooks himself onto the cliff so he doesn't die. But his sled goes off. But we don't see what happens to his dogs. Did the dogs get released, and did they run off? It doesn't show them. Doesn't so we literally don't know. But we could have dead dogs. We could. Um, yeah. I've got written down here, Fussy Gussy. Yes, so I wrote this mean? down for us because this is a very integral part um, where he's he's trying to uh, coax his dogs to get back going again. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's having trouble communicating with the lead dog, which we know is Gus, the, yep. the head of the pack, Good the old Gus. premium dog. But uh, he's not his dad, so he doesn't have the dad's touch, mm. his whistle. He can't get his whistle right for no reason whatsoever. Mm. Um, so the dogs have trouble communicating with him, and and I called him Fussy Gussy because okay. he's he's been a bit fussy, and his name's Gus. All right. So he, he's good old Fussy Gussy. Isn't this the scene where Kingsley yes. is like? So, um, 
he has a conversation <laughs> with good old Kingsley, the news reporter. The news reporter comes out. It's like, wow, you're leaving early. Oh, what's that you're eating? And uh, he's like, oh, I'm eating fruitcake. It's my strategy, you see, because fruitcake doesn't need to be heated up or mm. anything and blah, blah, blah. It's a good strategy. Yeah. And, but and it then does he kind off. of feel like product placement for fruitcake. Fruit cake. It just what? comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I guess that is. I didn't even think about that. Kingsley, with the best quote, is this, it's like, this, this kid is a gift from God. This fruitcake's a gift from God. <laughs> so good. It's, it's so dumb. <laughs> Obviously, he's referring to the whole point where this kid is making a great news story mm. from him. This is why he brought him into this race in the first place, is that he wants to write about him in the newspaper. But he gives him all this cool facts, and he's like writing down, oh, this kid with nothing but his his dad's whistle and his mum's fruitcake is going to take on the other mm. races. Uh, then on that evening... Yeah, there is blizzard. There big are blizzard. blizzard attacks, and this this causes uh, a whole lot of trouble for the racers. It's very cold, it's mm. miserable. But there's one racer in particular, an Icelandic racer, who, who uh, gets he... caught out in the cold. Yeah. yeah, Will he sees this Icelandic guy out in the cold? He's a little mm. bit frozen. Yeah, uh, we can see that that you know he's got a lot of ice sort of covering him. him. So he uh, he's like, well, even though I'm a racer. And I'm ahead on the pack. I need to help this guy. As so the he true does. hero he is of this story, he uh, sleds him to safety. But there is a price to pay for being so nice. Mm. And he loses his whistle. He just accidentally yes. drops he, it. He drops it and it's gone. It's gone. That's his dad whistle. How is he going to communicate with the dogs? Well, I wrote down a prediction. I'm... Knowing full well what yeah. 90s family films are like, I was like, he's going to find out at the end. That the whistle was inside of him all along. Yeah, no, and I, I mentioned that as well. It was, yeah, it was. It wasn't. So oh good. god. Uh, we cut to the Russian. He's he's up to no good. He's racing alongside people yes. and whipping their hands, making Sorry. them fall off their sleds. He's he's the only sled driver who has a whip because, of course, <laughs> he's the bad guy. Then uh, these two guys are going side by side, racing it out, and he's like, "None of that." And he whips the other driver, just whips him off it, causing him to crash mm -hmm. and pretty much taking him out of the race. It's like, yeah. whoa, look at this bad dude. Uh, then there's a there's a quick scene. <laughs> it cuts to Will again after this scene where you see the dogs just sort of lying down, taking a break. And immediately Sandro's like, dead dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that they were. No, it just cuts to a scene where they're lying there and you immediately mm. assumed they were all dead. They were unnaturally they still. Were, they were asleep. They're sleeping, Sandro. What do they you were mean, all, Sandro? They were all dead. What? I'm pretty sure you don't no. see Will at the start of that scene. You don't. It just cushions Yeah, but if you two seconds into the scene, Sandro, you immediately assumed they're all dead. There was no blood. There's no nothing. You just assume that they're all dead. Poor Why? Poor no. They're just asleep. <laughs> they're what is fine. wrong with you? Thankfully, the dogs are all right. Yeah. Um, and then we get an another montage. Uh, yeah. A montage that starts off with a bunch of radio presenters yeah. sitting next to each other reporting on the story. Now, I just want to quickly point out, yeah. this, is, this would not work. What do you mean? The radio presenters are sitting quite close to each other, uh, talking yeah. into quite powerful mics. Yeah, the mic would, would pick up all of them, and you wouldn't be able to hear. Well, which I don't one think it talking. was radio. What I think it was was them like communicating to their editors or something. Oh, okay, I okay. think that's what they were trying to get across. Though it was a bit weird because they were sort of cramped in this train, 
would be quite difficult to sort of like hear over them. And during this montage, the Kingsley, the head sort of news reporter, it's like his name is Will Stone. What is it? Stone something? Will Stoneman. Stoneman. Will Stoneman. He's 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 already out in this snowstorm before anyone else. Mm. He's he's got a really strong will. He's got an iron 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 will. We'll yep. call him Iron Will. This is great. And then Call everyone's Iron like, everyone's oh, like, yeah. Iron what Will, name. what a great name. And then a bunch of newspapers flash up, like, yeah. Iron Will is the last American hero oh, in this race. News, roll, credits. We've got a giant American flag at one point. It's yep. great. It's, it's real good. Yeah, Angus, played mm. by Brian Cox, the Scotsman, yep. tries to cut a deal with yeah. our good mate, Mr. Borg. So the rich guys, the, the Scotsman and the, the American sponsor... They're making bets on how well mm. Will will do. The Scotsman, he doesn't like Will. Doesn't so he, he's betting against him to make sure that he doesn't. But mm. he's bet quite a lot of money. And now he's worried that Will's going to actually get to the race. So he, mm. he gets to the Russian and he, he bribes to pay him $5,000 right. to get Will out of, out of the race. They team up. And then we got a very, very well shot scene. Mm. Uh in the forest, we see Will kind of like walking around. He hears a noise. The dogs are like, oh, what's going on? We yeah. get these cool like panning shots as they cross from dog to dog and like yeah. close-ups on his face. And then we see the Russian. Bum, bum, bum. And he lets one of his dogs loose. Yes. Now, we already know because of in a scene where his dogs are like barking at the other dogs that they're mean dogs. They're mean old They're dogs. nasty dogs. Oh. And the lead dog is a big, nasty dog. And we get yeah. a really cool kind of like POV shot of the dog running at the sled. I thought that was yeah, really that was, well it shot. Was, it was it was good. Anyway, so so Gus gets injured in this fight with this other dog. Mm. <laughs> That's um, right. You 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 were like, "Oh, is he dead?" And I was like, "I said, no, they would be way more dramatic about his death." As literally uh Will pulls out a gun. Yep. As I said, they would be way more dramatic. He pulls out a gun and we were both like, oh no, he's yeah. going to shoot Gus. We were like, I oh mean, fuck. They probably should. Yeah. Because uh, Gus is in a lot of pain. Yeah. But that came out of nowhere. Where did yeah, he get a we gun were from? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why does he have a gun? Where did this gun come from? Anyway, he, he decides against shooting Gus. Instead, he's using these healing herbs he got mm. from his uh, his master dude. And let me just say, the dog that plays Gus, one, solid dog. one good, he's very, good acting very boy. good dog actor. Yeah, um, he's, a, he's a solid actor boy. He he, really well. he then sits on the sleigh for for most of the rest of the movie because he's been injured and he's sort of healing mm. up. But he he looks really cute. I think it's really funny. Yeah. He's just sort of sitting there with his head sort of wobbling as it goes along, just sort of looking out at things. It's, mm. it's very funny. Uh, and then we get another quality scene. Yeah, it's... Is set... This is like a turning point in the movie for me specifically. Okay, okay. Where the movie, like, I start to enjoy it a lot more. So they've entered the next town, which is their next sort of resting spot. Mm. And the Russian's already there with all the other drivers. And, uh... Will sort of bursts into mm. this area. He's bursts mad. Into, he He's bursts into angry. the bar. He wants a drink. He's like, oh, someone hurt my dog. Oh, yeah. I need me a drink. Yeah, so he 
comes in and he immediately sees the Russian and he comes over, socks him in the face. He just straight up punches the Russian. And everybody like starts freaking out. They start fighting. Mm -hmm. And then the Russian pulls out a knife in the fight and he's like, you want to go, boy? You want to fight? Well, come at me, boy. Come at me. Then, out of nowhere, Will just pulls out the gun. Again. And we did not expect this turn. It was a twist. He's like... Yeah, you always we killed like, my dog. I'm gonna kill holy you. Holy crap! Will's a badass. And this he like is... suddenly turns badass and is about to kill this Russian mm. dude. We, I did not expect this. And, and then, then he... we get uh, Kingsley is like, "Calm down, boy. Calm down." And he just he straight just... up punches Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> punches him in the face. It's like I don't like you. You've been reporting all this stuff. You're just using me for your monetary gains mm. you bastard and he just storms out he storms out the he scotsman went... is like oh yeah. i can take advantage of this yeah he's yeah. starting to lose it so yeah. he goes and tries to bribe him to drop out of the race three thousand dollars to, to drop, out, drop of race. out of this race not now, as much as he was going to pay the russian i'd say you know yeah come on pay him can... that 5k not that 3K. well then he wouldn't have any you know monetary gains from the bet that's no, the thing that's true because he's paying five thousand to the russian three thousand and it's a $10,000 bet. Mm. He would only earn 2000 But anyway, anyway. So he he bribes him to try and get him out of uh, the race. But he's like, oh, I'll think about it. But he, he doesn't do it because doesn't he's it. he's Will. He's a badass. He's going to do it. Uh, he's sort of an American celebrity now. Because of all the news reports of yeah. him. Yeah. So he kind of walks past this church. Yes. Yeah, so There's a lot part. of... Uh, there's a lot of American supporters there, and they're all like, Will, we're such a huge fan of you. Yeah. You, you have to win the race. I struggle to believe that this many people care about a dog sled Although race. I have to give them credit for this. Like, back then, there wasn't much, like, happening mm. around. So this would have been I mean, a there big was a event. Walk. <laughs> yeah, but, like, this was a big race event that was happening. They went past their town. So yeah. they would probably be more invested. Like, Nowadays, that we wouldn't have people coming out like that at all for something like that. But like back then, this was like an event that yeah, was happening. I guess so so. I, guess so. I, I can extend my disbelief. Then they have this weird scene where the they explain the news reports have made him out to be a hero and that he's a hero to the people. They just sort of weirdly explain it to it's him. Just a big for old no reason. Exposition dump. Yeah, it's yeah. a big old exposition dump. It's really kind of dumb. Now, Zach, what is the number one rule in racing films? All right. Because we've seen a few of them. Yeah. What's the number one rule? No shortcuts. No you got to stick to the road. you got to just beat the other players. Don't, mm-hmm. don't do silly shortcut stuff. So you gotta, you're just going to end up like crashing or some sort of horrible thing's going to happen. Anyway, and, what uh, happens next? A bunch of kids are like, take a shortcut. And was like, okay. No. No, don't listen to the kids. The kids are idiots. This scene is awful. So it's, it's they're really walking bad. across a bridge. There's train tracks. Yeah. They're like, nothing bad's going to happen. Yep. The train comes. Yeah, no. So this whole scene is like the most predictable scene ever. They almost all get run over, but escape just in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. But, but the sled goes down the hill and it's it's sort of broken up. The sled gets broken, so he goes back. Kingsley helps him patch up the uh, patch up the sled, and then yep. he races off into the night to try and finish the race. Yes, the scenes that follow are way too dark. It's shot yeah. terribly when it's so in the dark. Th- 
Oh, okay. I, like, I didn't mind them too much. It could be things. because we were watching it with a lot of light in the room. Yeah, that's true. But it was, um, was kind of difficult. I was struggling to see stuff. Anyway, he leaves things. very early in the morning. He's not getting much sleep as the other racers. The other racers are freaking out because mm-hmm. they've got to leave as soon as he leaves. Otherwise, they'll be left behind. But he's he's leaving too early. Yeah, and they all race off after him. And the Russian gets an idea. I think... I presume the Russian was going to do this little idea anyway, but like we have this whole scene where um, because Will's left so early and he's exhausted and stuff, all the other races have sort of gone by, Mm. but the Russian's also at the back. So the Russian's like, I'm going to take a shortcut. Now, Zach, what is the number one rule of a racing movie? Ah, well, you see, Sandro, don't take any shortcuts because they, they'll end up breaking your stupid sled after you nearly died to a train. Good thing you're not going to take it. Ah, uh, he's, he's taking the shortcut. He takes a shortcut with the Russian, and the shortcut just happens to go past a lake. Bum, bum, bum. It's a watery area with rivers and mm. lakes and stuff. His arch nemesis. As soon as... Because his dad drowned. That's right. As soon as I saw that lake, I went, Prediction, the dad's going to do a voiceover. Yeah. Two seconds later, yep. the dad does a voiceover. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really bad. Anyway, it's it has this whole scene where he's like, oh, All right, I've got to face this. Water. Mm-hmm. I wrote down it's the exact so line. Dumb. I wrote down the exact line. He says, "Damn you, River! I'll beat you. You took my father." <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really bad. It was so bad. The rest of the film after this is just stupid. I feel really bad for the river because it's a different yeah, river. It's, it's, this river's got nothing to do with killing your dad. This poor river is just out no, here no, no. trying to live evil. its life, and you're here being like, "Damn you, anyway, River! I'll beat there's you." This whole scene of this, then he just sort of goes through. Nothing happens. Yeah. Nothing, nothing happens with this, like, sort of weird, watery area where maybe the ice is unstable. Mm. No. You say nothing happens. So something but does then, happen directly after it. That makes no after. sense. So the Russian's dogs just sort of stop listening to him. Yep. And he's like, he starts yelling Russian at them. He comes over to him. Then they just attack him because they get fed up with him. Why at this point have the I dogs put up with him? I guess it's because he... He's meant to be a bad guy and he's using the whip so they don't like him using it. It doesn't make any sense. They just attack him and to sort of save the Russian, he shoots off the gun to start of the dogs and mm. the dogs are like, oh, racing! And they race off, but the Russian's off. left behind. Yep. So he gets the dog off him, but doesn't yep. drag him to safety. So yep. I guess he's dead. <laughs> so the Russian might be left out in the cold wilderness. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Anyway, Will's this- now in front... He's in front. He sees the finish line. He almost gets to the finish line, but oh no, he tips over. Oh no, he tips over. Oh, and the other guys are getting behind. I hate this. Oh, he's, yeah. I hate this part of the film so oh, much. But how, how is the bystanders going to help out Will win this race, even I'll, though he's got a huge win? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you how they... How are they going to do this, Sandra? They, uh, they whistle. Yep. Because they know that he's got a whistle. Yep. They haven't heard it. Because yeah. there's no radio and there's oh, well, no TV. They, 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 uh, it's been news reported. They, they reported the news and the news said he's got this whistle. But they don't know what the whistle is. Yeah, but do you know who does, though? Kingsley. That's and right. And so Kingsley starts this little whistle and everybody else starts doing it. And for some goddamn reason, this whistle gives him the energy to push up his sled and 
just mm. but barely just win this race now this scene goes on for a little too much way honestly. too long i'm pretty sure he didn't fall off that far away from the finishing no, line he was literally like five feet away from this finish line where he tipped over and it was kind of annoying they make it seem like 30 feet yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was really dumb anyway so he, he finally um, wins the race he does he barely wins it i was wondering if they were going to do this fake out where he actually loses the race but then the, the rich dude is like, I'm going to pay you all this stuff anyway. Yeah. Because you did really well. But he doesn't. I don't know if I like that he won. I mean, yeah. he's this American kid racing in a race that America has paid for. Yeah. And everyone else has trained hard for it, but not him. Yeah, it's the climax of the but, race. You know, it's whatever. You know. um, and then the film just ends. Yeah. It ends with him And that's the end of the film. The end of yeah. the line. I think the dogs are the real hero of this yeah. piece. I don't think Will was I mean, particularly... I'm pretty sure Will was dying at the end. There's scenes where you see him, he's literally suffering. Yeah. And at the end of the race, they're like all yelling and hugging him and stuff. And all I could think of was like, guys, stop. Get, get, him, get him to a doctor. Mm. What is wrong with you people? It's, it's quite strange. Yeah. Uh, but that is the film. That is mm. Iron Will. Now the question. The question that everyone is here for. I will mm. ask you first. Was this an oldie or a goodie? Now, I'm 100% saying this is a better film than the previous film. Okay. Um, and I think most people would agree it is, it is a bit better. I rated the other one a goodie. Well, yes, the bottom end of a goodie. Yeah, oh, you, most definitely a bottom end. A goodie. Only because I, I also wanted to start off the year with a sure. goodie. Why not? Let's let's start it off. This one, I really liked when he turned into a badass. Yeah. I was invested in that in this film for the rest of the film. The ending, I was kind of mad and kind of uh, I didn't like it. And overall, yeah, it's okay. Okay. I'm, I'll probably rate it an oldie. You're going to go oldie? I'm going to rate it an oldie, but ha- have it known it's way more of a goodie <laughs> than the previous film, so I kind of feel bad for giving it an oldie. Oh, well. But I'm, I'm going to give it an oldie. Interesting. Um, what did you think, Sandra? Um, I think it's a well-made film. Mm. There's no actors, I would say, are bad in this. There's no yeah. bad performances. It's just some it's just weird a, dialogue. Yeah, it. it's weird dialogue. It's just sort of an average sort yeah. of... Joe There's film. nothing you haven't seen before. Which I except, guess is... Except... Except... When Will turns into a badass and just pulls out a gun on a dude. Out of nowhere. And it's like, whoa. See, that's um, a bit that it exceeded my expectations. And yeah. it's like, I didn't expect that to happen. So for that reason, I think it delivers on what you want from it, I guess. Which is, you know, a family-friendly racing film. I think I might go for the... The lower end of a goodie on this one. Oh, really? Wow, there you Saying go. Saying that, Kevin Spacey is in it. Yeah. So, which is kind of awkward because let's let's be real, he's he's not a bad actor. Oh no, he's yeah, he, he's quite a good actor. The problem is, you know, don't do awful things. So anyway. for that reason, I don't think it is a goodie in the definition of it's a movie that has aged well and you should check out but I did enjoy it that's true I did enjoy it if we had like a middle point like Mm. it is both an oldie and a goodie I would probably give it that yeah 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 Yeah. that's that's fair and I think I'd rate it also Mm. something similar on that but I'm leaning more towards the oldie sorry sorry Iron Will you didn't deserve this treatment (laughs) uh I guess that's the end of our Iron Will review uh, next week, whoo-hoo, it, the, the, next week is the film that has, uh, 10% Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. The lowest, so far. Oh, what? 
10% G's, Louise. It is a movie. It's called Intersection. Oh, okay. 10%. That... Ooh. 10%. It is... I think Ooh. it's a drummer. I'm not too sure. It's Richard Gere. He has a car accident, and he's trying to keep his marriage on track. Great. Oh, it's boy. It's the only I'm film. Excited for it's this the only film. movie that came out. So oh we don't really have a choice. 10%. Yikes. That is... That is... Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> We're doing that uh, next episode. If you want to join us, yeah. definitely uh, track down the film. It might be easier to find. I don't know. I haven't mm. tried yet. I won't blame you if you don't. It might not be the lowest thing that we're reviewing. Oh, what? Though. I don't know. Oh, no. This is... It oh, might not be. I'm not sure. We'll have to wait and see. But 10% is pretty low, but it might not mm. be the lowest that we ever review. But uh, yeah, we're checking that out next episode. You can check it out as well, if you so please. Mm. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, tell a friend. Yeah. That always helps out. Help, help spread the word of our stupidity. Just go, hey, do you want to hear some idiots talk about some silly old films? Oh, yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. Well, where do we we'll find that? Well, check us out on the old iTunes, the old SoundCloud. We're not on SoundCloud. Uh, the old uh, We're on everything Spotify. but SoundCloud. Oh, really? The, the second <laughs> one I name is the one thing we're not on? Uh, Great. We're so on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts. Oh, nice. Uh, you, you, you mentioned iTunes. We're also on TuneIn, the TuneIn app. Nice. Yeah, Stitcher, yeah, yeah. a bunch of others. I think we're on Last FM as well. I'm not too sure about yeah. that. I don't think anyone even uses that website anymore. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> roasted. We're on MySpace now. <laughs> um, yeah, ro- double roasted. Anyway. And also, on top of telling a friend, if you do enjoy the podcast, we are still in our early days and giving us a review on uh, iTunes really, really helps yeah. out. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us of the many, 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 mm. many, many things that we're doing wrong. You can just tell us so we're like, ah, yes, one of the many, many, uh, sk- etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. things that we're doing wrong. We should probably change that. Um, Give us a good old review. You can do that there. That just helps kind of get the word out. We'll yeah, let people cool. know what we're doing. We're both on Instagram. Yeah. Links to that are in the description. You're cool. posting regularly. Yes, because you made me get my Instagram back up, and I'm like, well, gonna damn use it. If you want to see pictures of food mm-hmm. and selfies, oh boy, that is my Instagram. That it is, is fantastic. The entirety of your Instagram, so you can check that out if you want. Yeah, uh, we're on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. Yeah, but and that how, is how about Sandro? We mm. leave with some of our favorite quotes. I'll, I'll give my favourite quote, you give yes. your favourite quote. Because last episode we had no idea how to end a film, yeah. uh, how to end the episode. And I think this is a good way of ending the episode, with a, with a quote. With our favourite the... quote from the film that we just watched. Yeah, so go All right. Mine, uh, hands down, is, when you get frostbite, call me. I'll cut off whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> and my favourite is, it's Canada time, baby! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.